Hello and uh, jolly olly evening Happy to you Christmas. all. <laughs> jolly olly. Jolly olly to you all. Um, you are listening to um, the roundest mince pie in the pack, Miss Luke Bradley. And you are also <laughs> listening to the jolliest ho 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 and all the land. Oh, that was a good Turner. one. You are a ho ho. Yeah, that ho. was a. I am a ho ho ho. Well, it's I'm one ho, you're another ho, and. Listen, know, I've, not, I've, not, I've not been a hoe for a good six months, so... I have not been a hoe for a solid two years. Uh, uh, well, you well, can't I, be a hoe if yes, you're in you a can. relationship. Yes, you can. can, you? You can. I've heard you only have sex. You can oh definitely be uh... <laughs> We don't <laughs> have premarital sex, I'll have you know. We That's are very serious about Christianity. <laughs> we were just playing a really intense game of Risk. And risk oh, okay. I mean, that game of Monopoly sounded really intense. <laughs> really intense. I mean, I've never yep. played Monopoly that hard in my life. You know what? And I don't think I'll ever play Monopoly that hard in my life because I was scared from the outcome mm-hmm. of playing Monopoly that hard. Hear me, were you, were you um, the wheelbarrow? Was that your piece? Um, Something like that. I think I, I, there was, I was playing with one piece and I was to say that much. And he had, he had a handful of pieces, let's just say. <laughs> But listen, this is not the holiday <laughs> season's greetings that we should be putting out to people when they have already celebrated the lovely holiday of Christmas, Jesus's B-Day, Jesus's B-D-M. <laughs> and now everyone has also been celebrating their Boxing Day, but have you, Miss Thing, Miss Luke, Miss Honey, been feeling very festive this year? Because I have not. Um, I actually... Have because I've been uh, before, the, uh, yeah. I've been getting my uh, festive um, Christmas on. I've been watching some festive films, and um, I good. feel I feel more festive than I have in a couple of years. Um, but I'm not like, you know, I'm not one of the people that's insane about Christmas. You know, I didn't have any decorations up in my flat or anything like that because I'm like, it's just yeah. me. Who cares? Like, I'm not. And no one's coming in or out, so who cares? Exactly, and I'm very much like you. I'm, I'm a spooky bitch yeah. all year round. My yeah. spooky levels go to the uptenth fucking through the roof to yeah. the sky and beyond. Come Halloween, October, but then once it hits December, like I am all out Christmas eleganza, the works, the food, the drinks, the films. Like you, like barely any horror touches these lips or these eyes in December unless you do a podcast. And you have to watch them and yeah. have my dad come through the door when I was watching the films that we are going to talk about later. I've had my dad like revolving door every day gone past. What's this? And I would say the title and he was like, there's something wrong with you. And I was like, bitch, I, I know. Like, I bet it comes in like on each one going, didn't you watch this like yesterday or like the day before? Literally. Like, no, it's the, it's the second one. No, it's the third one. And yeah. And I bet he's like, I, it's you watched some shit. Some <laughs> shit. And then even my, like my brothers or my mom would be like, which one is this? And I'm like, this is the 2006 one. Right, and what happens in this one? I'm like, girl, shut your ass up. I'm just trying to get down here to do some research. Acting like I wouldn't be watching it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which is bullshit. Well, um, after all that business, I because uh, this episode is like going to be quite a chunky one because we've got, you know, it's mm, original it's versus remake versus reboot. So it's like, it's a lot. We've watched a lot and we're going to be talking about a, a handful. lot. So, um, 
I'm gonna pass the torch over to you and yes. let the children have it. Oh, the corn is gonna be popped and the children will be fed. So as Miss Bradley said, this is another original versus remake versus reboot. Love that, by the way. You definitely mm-hmm. just thought of that there now. Good girl, I'm stealing Show it. Enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is the typical. We will have six separate categories. Category one, story. Two, characters, kills, villains, iconic moments, and overall. What we do then, of course, is we hash it out, talk about all three versions of Black Christmas, which is 1974, 2006, and 2019. You know our gay asses have shit to talk, and we will spread all that hate and love. Mm-hmm. And through each one, whoever we rate the highest will award them three points. Whoever's second best, taking home the silver, one point. And whatever film is coming in last place, Dupois. No, wait, is Dupois 10? Uh, how, you, yeah, that is how, how would you say? How would you say zero points in Eurovision slang? Um, Nada. No. <laughs> no. We no point. No. Uh, no point. Uh, and no. then <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but that worked. But by the end of it, Nada. we will just total up. You know what? Nada. Zilch. Negative. If you're shit, you get no points. Period. And by the end, we'll count up all them juicy little points. And then we'll see which of these Black Christmas films mm-hmm. comes out victorious. And do you know what? I, I'm I, I'm actually, I don't know how this is going to go. Because I do, after watching them, uh, you know, watching the, the, the reboot for like, the, I think I've seen it, this is the third time now. Um, but after watching like all three back to back, I kind of, I see stuff in all of them. So like, so, and I kind of feel like with the different categories, you might see that some you think will be up there might not be or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know how this is going to go down, but I'm here for it, you know? Yeah. I think you have a good point because each three film, and it's very rare that we'll probably ever see this, but each three film is very diverse in its own way mm-hmm. of depicting the sort of same or similar tale yeah. that I think, and I can say this with confidence, that when it comes to the sort of car- categories, this one will be the most divisive that yes. we've ever done because yeah. there's just certain things about each one of them that they excel at the most compared yeah. to the other two. Yeah, so yeah. this this is the real tea mama. This is the real <laughs> drama. We w- I don't know which one's going to come out with the most points. I don't think that you know. Nope. Unless no bitch. But what we will do is we will get stuck into this juicy little Christmas special. Also, want to say each... Between each round, I'm going to enter in a round of applause. But I thought it was much funnier that, look, you done it the last time. Then, <laughs> did it actually enter the dance? So, before we start round one, round of applause. And a little cheer. Yay! Woo! Fabulous. Oh, so dumb. So dumb, but so fabulous, darling. So, and here right now with category one, which is story. As discussed before, each Black Christmas film sort of plays with the same idea of the same story, but the more decades kind of go on, the more they completely differentiate themselves. So on the story front, what is your first emotions? How do you feel about Black Christmas? Uh, Which one? Should we start with 1974? Let's go with the OG, bitch. Yeah, no, um, 
this film is just iconic anyway. I mean, and from the top to the bottom, you you can't deny it. Even from like the house, the phone calls, the yeah, the the calls coming from inside the house. That you know, that's one of the that I think either the or one of the first ones to use that like I that think that's line. The, yeah. Because there's, there's like a discrepancy between was it this or the original when a stranger calls, but I think it's this. I'm pretty sure it's this. this. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing, I'm willing to bet your life on it, but not mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet my life on it um, as well. 2020 has not been good, dude. <laughs> but in terms of story, yeah, I uh, I really dig 1974. I think um, it's really funny. I think for 1974 as well, I think it's very progressive. Um, especially, um, I don't know if, if it's more character but the um the 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 story between um jess and her boyfriend peter i think for 1974 is very progressive you know when they're talking about like abortion and how she doesn't want to she doesn't want to give up her whole life for a man i'm like that that's 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 taking guts to do that in you know in that time when that wasn't the thing to do and you know not getting married because you're pregnant was not the thing to do you know getting abortion was not the thing to do in that time so you know, you've got to give it props for that. And um, I do think it's it's a, it's a pretty strong story. 100%. I mean, it, it is. There's something so minimalist about mm. its whole approach. This is, from what I believe and from your knowledge, and I am also willing to bet my life on it, this <laughs> is the first, I think, of its ilk that used the urban legend that the cause coming from inside the house. Yeah. And I think the beauty of this one is that there's no fluff shall we say you're immediately start the pov of billy or whoever it is that we think that that is and you're immediately whisked into this very simplistic sorority world where we know that their life is in peril and i think how it really shines is just the there's something so terrifying and i can genuinely say i was unsettled watching it this time and any other time that I've watched it by the the, the phone calls and yes. how that is the sort oh. of way that Billy yeah. that we only know of Billy and the only inklings that we have of why and where and the whole purpose it's 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 nothing it's meaningless aside from what is going on in this phone we have a fucking clue what's going down who yeah, she is, I mean, even to, even like now, I'm just like I, I I always watch these and kind of think like, are we are we supposed to believe like is that Billy doing all those voices? How does that how does that go? How does that work? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming which we're supposed to believe that is Billy, but like sometimes you're like, well, that clearly is like a little baby or like or or like a woman talking, but it's 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 very unsettling because you're like, if that is supposed to be obviously, we know it's not. But if that, but they're making out that it's supposed to be just one person who can do all these like voices and whatever, and that's fucking creepy. Like that is, yeah. Imagine getting a phone call like that, and you'd be like, um, "This is just one person." Okay, I'm gonna put the phone down yeah. and um, lock all the See doors. Bye bye. They didn't run out of that house near half as quick oh, as I would have. The amount no. of abuse yeah. that they get over that phone, I would be like. Fuck and it's you, over, it's you, over, like, you. it's not just one night, like, that's over a couple of days. They're, they've been getting phone calls for, like, a little, some, you know, some time. So I'm like, after the first one, I'd be like, I, I'm not doing any more of this. Like, can we just squash this and yeah. get out? Yeah, let this be done, bitch. And that's yeah. it, like, there's something actually really terrifying. And I know that we, 
have the same opinion sometimes where I do feel like when I watch older films and sort of films from the 70s or 80s that they don't scare me and even yeah. the 80s like it's very hard to sort of creep me out yeah or give me all those heebie-jeebie emotions <laughs> but Black Christmas 1974 does something to me and it yeah. just gets under my skin and I yeah I, I don't know if that can be replicated or I'm not too sure if that sort of level of simplistic story has been replicated yeah over the sort of remakes and rehashes and kakarakos yeah and I do feel like if if there wasn't a black Christmas then I don't know if he would have had the likes of Halloween and yes because I, I do feel like obviously Peeping Tom was the you know the first really the first slasher and it was you know using the POV and then you have Black Christmas that kind of, you know, was, you know, did it as well before Halloween. I, I do kind of feel like this is, you know, a slasher before it's, before it's time, you know, so to speak, yeah. I, feel, I feel like um, Black Christmas does kind of get lost in the, in the, in the, the shuffle. Yeah, yeah, in the shuffle and the Halloweens of it all and, you know, that kind of stuff. But I do feel this, yeah, this does get lost and we, it shouldn't because it is, it, it's a really good and it's got a, a good legacy because, you know, we've got three films out of it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And even when you sort of see or hear that title, you're just immediately transported to that sort of atmosphere and and yeah. sort of idea of what Black Christmas is. But you did come out with such a good point. I mean, Halloween is essentially sort of the, it's the one that started the slasher genre. Yeah. We know it's not the first slasher yeah. film because, as you said, Peep and Tom did the POV, and then Black Christmas done the POV open and shot way mm-hmm. before Halloween did. Yeah. But yes, we do know that Halloween created the tropes and the cliches and it created that sort of template. And that, whilst that is to me the granddaddy and the OG, Black Christmas really does deserve to be credited where credit's due because it's a slasher that doesn't use your typical slasher blueprint formula. Yeah. And I think that in itself has a lot to say for the, the standard of horror at the time. And I do, I do, like I said before, I do think it, this is before its time. I do think, you know, it's got some strong feminist um, qualities, tones, scenes, dialogue. It's not, it's not like we're not seeing, you know, these stereotypical women or, or in, in a sorority. Yeah. They're not, you know, you know, it's not these dowdy women that, are, you know, it's not, it's nothing like that. It is, yeah, definitely ahead of its time for sure yeah 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 and then i think that's kind of where this transition begins then into the 2006 black christmas yeah it's, <laughs> it's like taking a good thing yes and chewing it spitting it out standing <laughs> on it pissing on it shitting on it eating it again electrocuting it hitting it with a car i mean the suck about ripping the arse out of something yeah 2006 black christmas yeah the beautiful delicate simplicity <laughs> and the, that fear of the original and exploited the fuck out of that for everything it was the, worth well the thing is though do you know it's it's very it's very uh naughty it's like the way the way it's, it's done so like the the tropes it uses like you know uh, you know the entire early noughties every single horror slasher film like started in um, uh, a hospital somewhere, or it ended. It definitely ended in a hospital. Um, that seems to be the thing to do <clears throat> in the early two thousands. Was you know oh to God, yeah. have um, a killer be in a um, 
in a on a, on a ward an escape award and then at the end everyone kind of you know congregates back at, at, into a um, hospital room or hospital bed and that's where it ends um so it is very very uh 2000s um yeah and the, and the editing as well and how it's done it's like <coughs> there was like like for example it's like in the first one we have that really suspenseful moment where we can see sort of Billy in the house and it takes mm-hmm. a little bit for the first kill this is like bitch is writing a card and can only write a name next thing you know eyeball gouged out yeah i mean big title slaps on the screen and you're like thrown under the deep end straight away i think you have to kind of give it props for that you know you know especially in the in the time you were doing it there's the whole the mystery about who's killing the people and they always like to do a twist whereas this one was like no we're going to tell you exactly who's killing people no one's wearing masks you're going to see it you know from the jump um but after reading some stuff about it there was like because this because uh, the 2006 one was originally supposed to be a um a pg-13 like the 2019 one but luckily oh yeah luckily well um you know as much as I, we hate um weinstein yeah but they stepped in and was like no, no no you need to make it kind of gorier and so there were kind of a lot of changes made That's to the good. 2006 one especially with the um with at the top of the you know with the flashbacks and stuff um that was that was originally supposed to be like just a, just a, the, a short stuff at the top end of the film and i feel like if they just kept that because i do feel like they kept going back in the flashbacks and we could have just had like maybe just a longer scene at the beginning to set up like the backstory of billy if that's, if that's what they want to do and then have more of like the girls because i do kind of feel like the and we'll get into it with the kills but i do feel like the time with the girls in the sorority is a little bit rushed we have a yeah. lot of time with billy some time with the girls and then when things start to ramp up you're like oh and now the film's over okay but yeah. you could have you know, less of billy and more of the girls please you know yeah i mean i mean i could probably say black christmas 2006 is probably one of the most chaotic slasher films i have ever seen in my life i mean it is yes it is like putting your foot down on the pedal as hard as you can and driving clean and a brick wall <laughs> i mean it's just mental 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 and i get that it's like the whole point is it's like doing the opposite right off the bat you're yeah. you're getting it galore. but i'm <laughs> Like, I, there was a point where I was going, oh, my God. I mean, some of the choices of where they took the story, where first you had Billy and you 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 have this whole cat and mouse. Is it Billy? Who is it? And you know by the end of 1974, this, there really is this boy, Billy, but we know nothing of them. Yeah. Well, now I know what this Billy had for breakfast, which was his mom's <laughs> skin. I know that, like, his mom raped his ass. I know yeah. every... I, you know <clears throat> every single tiny detail about the whole backstory to the point where there's something like disturbingly enjoyable about it yeah and like so like naff but i, I don't like it i don't and I don't do like know, how far they took it yeah i mean yeah there, there, there's the yeah i mean we'll talk about it in the characters but the the, the billy's mom is just like off the charts insane but I, <laughs> but I but I do I do because it's in that sort of like moment in history where I, feel, I definitely feel like in the in the 2000s there were there was everyone was trying to shock you into something you know what I mean they were trying to who yeah. it was trying to see who could push it the furthest who could do this who could do that and you can yeah for, I'd say from like the to that yeah definitely 
2003 upwards to about like 2007, yeah. 8, there was that sort of really small window where it was like, like, what is the, the craziest thing we can do? What's the like the glorious thing we can do? Like how many eyeballs can we squeeze out someone's head? How many of this can and we chew? It, that's the that's the and chew, yeah. Um speaking of chewing, I did read that you know when he when uh, Billy makes uh, made the Christmas cookies out of his mum's back, that yeah. um they um they use bacon to make it look like like uh like human skin. So when he's like eating the little oh. cookies, it's like bacon, yeah. It makes me feel sick <laughs> or even like knowing that it's bacon, like dipped in milk makes yeah. it I love it, oh, but for me, what? like this, this, uh, this one, it, it's it's so nostalgic to me because I, because when I was a teen and watching this, I like I I loved this as a teen and like I watched it all the time be- because it had like people that I was that I knew from other things that that yeah, just are so yeah. nostalgic to me. Like you've got um Michelle, Michelle, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but it's Dawn from Buffy. Like when I saw when I knew that she was in the film, I was like, this is a film for me. Then you've got um. The chick from uh, Final Destination Three, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's got and you got L- Lacey Chabot from um, Mean Girls. Mean it's Girls. very, very, very nostalgic. You know all the players, yeah, you know, yeah, you know all the players. So for me, it just kind of feels like, oh, it feels like my childhood. This film, yeah, in a sense, yeah, my teens, and, uh, but, yeah, your teeny bop years, yeah, yeah, right. It's like it's so extreme and it's so chaotic and so extra and so 2006 like when you watch it you're like this is like this is 2006 like all over you can't like can't deny it there's no denying it and you can't ignore it it's right there in your face but you're right it's all like the french extremist like films that came around you know like your murders and high tension and inside it's like the french horror movie rise was so like extreme and visceral that of course then hollywood just and and adapted this and thought that oh this would work well but there's some things that work well and there's some things that just are too far and i really think black christmas the like 2006 is like the perfect example of just like tasteless slasher (laughs) it's just its only purpose is to like fuck shit up and And you know what you have to admire it yeah and i definitely feel like it is a a cookie cutter slasher it's it's using all the typical tropes yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um but one thing i do appreciate about it is the fact that like they had the 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 director of the 1974 version the original um was um an ep so you know that someone from the original um, was around to like oversee and be like, but okay, let's not let this be a complete stinker and sinking ship. Mm. You know, let let's kind of you know give let's salvage something and yeah, let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's not make yeah, let's not make it complete you know flop. But I don't think it was. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a box office flop. But I, but you know, in my heart, I don't feel like it's a womp womp. You know, but yeah, many do. And but we're hot messes that love a good time. That's and this film as a hot mess. <laughs> That loves a good time. It does. But let's move on to the 2019 version. Yeah. Now before we kind of go into it, I think there's one thing that should absolutely be noted. And especially about this sort of like trilogy of remakes, rehashes, is that they all have the same sort of premise, but all serve a different purpose. And what yeah. I will say is, whilst the 2019 version is nowhere near a film that I love or admire... Yeah. I appreciate the fuck how this film is just so telling of yes. this time right now and yeah. how important this is 
for a 13 year old little girl who yes we hate the pg-13 violence that we'll talk about but for a teenage girl to go to the cinema this if a horror film like this could actually be somewhat of an empowerment watch yeah for like do you yeah. know what i mean it, it serves more of a purpose than i think 2006 does yeah i mean 100 percent. like for for all of 2000 and the, the 2019's version's false because it, it does have, um, a mainly mainly in, in the department of this ain't really horror for me. <clears throat> yeah. But but when it comes to the story, like you can't, like it's undeniable. Like the story is is great. I mean, it's current, it's fresh, it's it's very. I'm 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 almost glad it wasn't just. Uh, another remake because I would have been like, yes. do we do we need three of these? I don't I don't think we need three no. versions of the same film. But even though the they all, even the two thousand and six one, yes, it is very 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 similar, but it also had its it it, it has tweaked it. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's got its own flavor and judge. And this one again, the same. You know, it has its own take on it. You know, the only thing they really kind of carry over is like the name, the fact they're sorority sisters, and it happens to be at Christmas. Other than that, it's a completely new uh, story, which I think was essential for making it relevant to this time. I, I don't yeah. think, even though it didn't, you know, it had massive backlash from fans and, and people and stuff. Um, I think if it would was just a carbon copy of the other of the first one, it would be so pointless. Yeah, it would have been a lot worse. Um, yeah. And the story is is good. Uh, you can't. It, it's great. Yeah, it's it's fun at least. I mean, there's just there's so many things wrong with it that again, yeah. there's plenty of time to talk about this in all the other categories. Yeah, but there's just something to be admired about the story and how different it wants to be. Now, I will say it so far away from what Black Christmas is from 1974 yeah. to 2006 that I really, this isn't and does not ever feel like a Black Christmas film, but a yes. film that they slap the title Black Christmas onto to get people in, and that's what bothers me, because this yeah, is me not... Too. I mean, I, I like the fun aspect of the supernatural, um, the fraternity, and what that means in the empowerment, um, you know, the men against woman and just that sort of rise of the woman and the female. Mm-hmm. I, I'm here for all of that. But bitch, this is not a Black Christmas film. Don't trick me into it because that's what you don't. <laughs> that's it. I feel like they, they were very messy boots with um, calling it Black Christmas because they, I feel like it probably, it probably would have done better if it wasn't associated with Black Christmas. But, but because it was, I think, the, and you know, from the other, the previous two, especially the the two thousand six one, like the hype around it was like, right, okay, it's got to match that in terms of like, like gore or whatever. Um, and because it didn't deliver that, I think yeah. you know it kind of was a little bit of a slap in the face to the previous two, because yeah. you know for for all of two thousand six faults, it does, it does deliver on all the on all the horror. You you can't deny that. It it even yeah. main maybe even more so than the original in terms of like. Um, kills we'll get into that but um you know what i mean it's like it, it yeah yeah the 2006 one may be the most horror out of all the three if you if that's your your if that's vibe your, like, if that's your plate of food bitch munch yeah, munch crunch crunch yeah. eat it up but <laughs> definitely the 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 2006 one is so bombastic and then the other two <laughs> yeah. are just like of two different elements like yeah there's one thing you can 
you can say and talk shit about black customs all you want, but this bitch is versatile. She's top. She's bottom. She's first. She's kinky. Fucking, she's into she's all of kinky. it. She's kinky. She's into like chopping up her mom's skin and <laughs> chewing on that bitch. I mean, you can't, you can't like get a bitch the... down for trying. <laughs> she's into like weird black liquids. We don't know what, what, what that <laughs> we is. We don't know what they are, but she's into it, mom. She's into masks. Like she likes oh, the mask because she likes, she likes to mask, dress up, girl. you know. She loves to dress up. She has yellow skin, <laughs> you know. She's a Simpson. There's she's some... part of Springfield. <laughs> there's a bit of like BDSM in there. There's like the sun oh, for there's everyone. It's like uh, oh, we love it. Oh, she's she's a kinky queen. But what I would like to know then is sure on um round one on stories. Now it's time to sort of distribute some points. So who are you giving your three points for best story to? Um, I'm, I'm going to give my three points to the original. Drum roll, please. The original. Woo! Yeah. I think, awesome. I, I think you kind of have to because it's, it's the, it's the first, yeah. it's so iconic. It's, um, and it is a good story. It's not, I, I don't, I never really kind of feel like the original, like, drags. I don't ever, I don't, yes. even, even in the moments that aren't, like, things aren't, like, a, a, a ten. There's there's stuff going on, and it is I I found very funny. Um, yes, the original. Very, it's very funny. It has it's something that I never noticed before, and mm. I'm glad you brought it up. I never noticed in previous films before that this film's intention that when horror is not happening, its intention is to like for comedic value, and I yes. really this is a perfect example of how comedy can exist yes. in a horror film and not yeah. take away from it um, yeah. and I think or, we'll get into the comedy overshadow aspect. the horror oh, aspect of 100%. it 100% I mean we'll definitely get into that talking about the characters because I feel like in 1974 it's the characters that really bring along those sort of comedic values yes Um. yeah and I'm here for ever. I'm living for a girl but who else who are you going to give your second place one point to um, give that one point to bitch the second place, you know, the two points, you mean? So, yeah, let's go two points. Because we've we got three, so I'm going to do a three, two, one. Let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, girl, let's go for a beach. Um, you know what? I'm going to give my two points, just purely story. I'm going to give it to 2019. Well deserved. And then that means your one point is then going to 2006. Yeah, because cause that... that... You know, gotta you know, I love me some two thousand and six, but it's it's clunky at best. So she's a hot, steamy mess. She I, I, I like a hot mess. I am a hot mess, but like, yeah, this is a hot mess. <laughs> this is a hot mess, bitch. Like she's fur yes. coat, no knickers. Yeah, you know yes, that's yes. what she is. I would be the exact same. I'm giving my three points to nineteen seventy four. Two points to 2018 because they bet she deserves it. Yeah. And one point to 2006 because what they did was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we're heading on to category two, which is characters. Hit me with the ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Lovely. Now, I love that. I feel like this amazing. one, thank you. I feel like this one could be the hardest one. Mm, well, this is where we talk about characters. Now, yes. we just spoke there before about the sort of central cast there of 1974 and how one of the things that we both agreed on was the comedy value that I think the characters brought. Yes. Isn't that correct, girl? 
That is correct. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that um, the funniest, the funniest character is definitely Mrs. Mack. Now, she cracked me up, like, from top to bottom. She, like, she's given me looks, she's given me lines, she's given me, even when she's not doing anything, she's doing the most. Like, she's, she's always looking for drink. You know, she's a thirsty bitch. Um, yeah. She's, always... she's a total mood. Like, yeah. she is sort of a holiday seasonal greeting <laughs> mood down to a tea. And she's not here for any of it. She's not here for any of those girls. And she's like, like I'm here for the check. And that is it. And you all can get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved Mrs. Mac. Um, as you said, even when she has those like scenes any scene that she's really in as comedic value and even when she's brushing her teeth she's got that like little bottle of whiskey everywhere she goes (laughs) but i will say the character that i loved the most was barb oh my god yes 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 barb was just flavor and she was that bitch yeah Um, like although she although i kind of wish she wasn't drunk in every scene because i kind of feel like as the film kind of goes on, it gets a little bit like tiresome that she's drunk all the time. But I she's, resonated with that. So but, much. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, she, but she's, but it. she's still like, she's still my favorite and I love her. But yeah, I, by, by the time she, you know, she, you know, meets her untimely death, I'm a bit like, can she just like be sober for like just a quick sec, like a hot sec? Just once. Just, yeah, just, just, just like once. a, just I mean, a min. You know. I mean, the most sober she is is at the start of the movie, and then yeah. it just continues on, and she just gets progressively more drunk. And she's and always got a fag in her hand. Always all, got a fag. I mean, she is. Right, I thought Mrs. Mack was a mood. No, it's Barb. Barb yeah. is the Christmas mood. <laughs> always got a fag in her hand. Always drinking and like trying to feed like the little kids some drink too. I'm like, get bitch. Yeah, she get was, kid, and that kid bitch. was just like grinning from cheek to cheek uh, at, at her, like. <laughs> Who are you, bitch? Like <laughs> he was sapping it all. Up. You, but I, can you can you not like you can always tell you know like in in films where they use kids like if the kid is like clued in with like what they really should be doing and then there's mm-hmm. some kid actors that just don't quite get it and you can just tell like they're they're they being get... they're being like completely themselves in that moment they're not like yeah. being like a character they're not thinking okay I'm playing like I'm playing James today I, I'm not like whoever I am and I felt like that yeah. kid was just kind of stood there grinning like I'm in a film look at me you're trying to feed me this drink hee <laughs> you know what I mean you kind of get that yeah, vibe yeah, from the yeah. little kid like I don't want to be here but I am here <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant and I think he was probably being fed real alcohol too he has oh, been that look in his face uh, 1974 like come on now he was definitely there was he, no fake whiskey yeah there was no fake whiskey he probably had a cigarette as well I bet he was you know I bet he had two to that bag um yeah. 100% <laughs> um <laughs> two he's jokes like, he's like, on. he's like save us twos Bob <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, in terms of like final girl, you know, head bitch in charge, Jess. I mean, I do like Jess. However, I do have an issue with every time she gets on the phone, she really annoys me. Yes. So this could be anyone ringing. Hello. <laughs> Who is this? Hello. I'm like, girl, chill out. If you're really yes. that pressed, yeah. don't answer the phone. Let someone else answer the phone. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> I 
who is this hello <laughs> yeah, it's she, your mom. but then as soon as she puts the phone down like she's she's cool she's that like she's, she's that bitch she's tough. in she's she's hibc you know what i mean so like i mean i i get what you're saying i think with the sort of final girl jess who even though she actually technically isn't a final girl but well we don't know because because that ending is left to the imagination we don't really know so the now that we're on the topic okay so i looked it up because i had this something in my brain i was like I, I think we're led to believe that she's murdered. Yeah. And I looked it up and it's believed anyways that every time that Billy has killed someone, he rings the phone. So when he when he first kills Claire and she's in the attic, that's when the first phone call happens. Yeah. And every time that someone's killed, Billy rings. The film, the last thing you see or the last thing you hear is the phone ringing. So it's believed that while oh, she was lying yeah. in bed unconscious, he crawled out of that attic and cut her a new one. Oh, well, and that's I mean, why... I mean, well, who, who's he ringing? If he's killed the whole lot, like, who, who, who else is going to pick up the phone? Like, he knows, for... he knows who's in the house and who's not in the house. Like, what? <laughs> what? He'll be, he went straight to voicemail. Bless but him. The thing is, though, that's, that, if, if, if that is the truth, then Jess is dead. And that's on the police because I don't know what kind of police, like, after that big ordeal, say, do you know what? We'll leave her in her bed just to chill. Not knowing where the killer is, let's leave her on her own. And one yeah. guard outside the front door, not like her bedroom <laughs> door, like the front door. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's if she is dead, that's definitely on that detective because mm-hmm. that should not have gone they, down. They knocked her out with anesthesia, <laughs> with anesthesia, and yeah. they left her lying on that bed on her lonesome. Yeah. But but prior to that. There was about twenty of them screaming at each other. What are we gonna do? What's going on? Like the bitch while, while she's and while she's sound well, sound asleep in there, or like shouting over, and then someone someone says something like, "Oh, like leave the girl. She's unwell." I'm like she's not unwell. She's just had like the shit kicked out of her. All her friends are dead. A boyfriend uh, was lying on a on a dead as well. Like she's not unwell. She's just like been through and she's a pregnant. tough night. Yeah, and she's pregnant. So like she's not unwell. Like that's uh, rude. That's really rude. <laughs> wankers but yes. yeah with with the with the sort of kind of central bulk cast of the 1974 i do feel like they're very archetypal it's like you've got the drunk you've got the virgin you've yeah. got the good girl you've got the smart girl they don't ever steer out of their lanes they just stay that sort of box character but i also find them well and good as you i'm like you you know barb maybe would be nice to not see you drunk but then again yeah. i wouldn't get that fellatio yeah i mean that that's great but i also don't I, I, I agree in the terms of like they all they all fit their own little like box and like uh trope but i don't feel like they they overdo it or play into it too much if that makes sense they're not mm-hmm. they're not like a caricature they're they are you know i i you have to give it credit for i keep going back to like the time at the time it was written and the time it was made that um they're not just like these typical horror movie tropes they you know yeah, they, yeah. They, they serve a purpose for sure but they also have you know like layers and they have their flaws and whatever and they have depth to them yeah. even if even if they're not in it that much they you, you still get a sense of something Who else they from are. yeah yeah 100 yeah. and, and i think that's more than what can be said for Black Christmas 2006, where they went the complete opposite <laughs> route of here we've got these really likable, like, 
three four dimensional characters and yeah. then they go in the remake we're going to make them all trust untrustworthy rude slutty bitches <laughs> i mean yeah horrible I, to each other they're I mean, horrible but yeah, even, i even enjoy though, it even though i i i do love these girls um yeah they there is <laughs> There is like this really kind of strange sort of like underlying thing of like, do you all actually like each other? Because they're so hostile. Yeah, ignorant. but 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 at the same time, they're not. Like on like one one second they're all like, yeah, we're sisters, and the next minute they're like, they're really not, and like go fuck yourself. And it's like, um, like are you all okay? Yeah. Like, do you all need to like a timeout? <laughs> yeah, I mean they're all going to hell. Characters alone, they're all horrible people. But I will see them there because. Whilst I'm like, these are all bitches. I was like loving for it at the same time, you yes. know? I'm like, because I'm not in this house with you. You've got your bitch upstairs. She's getting yes. shagged rotten by your boyfriend. And then you've got this one who has nothing oh, to Oliver, do with By the way, let's just, let's just put it out there. Oliver Hudson is such a ride. Like, oh, he's so ugh. sexy. Oh, and to, and, and to I, know, I'm so jealous of both girls. And to know that he comes from like a legacy family, like it makes him just like... Oh. What's the legacy family? Well, his his sister is Kate Hudson. His mum is Goldie Hawn, <gasps> and his dad is Kurt. Well, his well, not his paternal dad, but like the dad that, that raised him is Kurt Russell. Like that's that's his family. That's the family. Of... Like they're no. like yes, that's that's they are a legacy family. Yes. Oh my god, it's so hard to yes. <gasps> I did not know that. Did you know? I should know one about and. Kurt and as well, there's a famous story that Goldie Hawn said. I think it was on like Ellen or something, um, where she famous when she, when he was born, she was uh, she famously said like she was she was really happy that um, at the size of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so, I would love um, to hear yeah, more so, about yeah. that. To be honest, so he's packing heat. Oh well, I would love to know that if anyone has any proof, perhaps. We are the girls. Um, but speaking of big sexy himself. Even he is just a horrible person. I mean, there really yeah. isn't one nice... And the only sort of idea of a nice person, she's like, bless her, she like wraps everything in newspaper. And oh, they all just... Eve, and they, they all just, for some reason. They all just stand there and give her dirty looks like she's some sort of alien. Yes. I'm like, poor Eve. And her little John Jar glasses. Yeah, I mean, they, they are... Yeah, they are really brutal towards her. But, um... There was there's a really a really funny line that I um that uh, Dana said, which says she says um oh um I'd like to bury the hatchet of my sister. She's like right in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know, bitch. It's Christmas time, and sometimes yeah. with families you get really irate, and sometimes yeah. you wanna you wanna bury a hatchet in your sibling's face. I mean, you don't mean it, but like at the moment you're like, I really could. Like, I really you. mean it. Yeah, I really I mean, stab you, bitch. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Black Christmas 2006 is for gay men. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. This is a gay man slasher yeah. film. It is. And yeah. I can't, you can't fault a bitch for it because they're sassy as fuck. Yeah. I want to be in that room whilst not in it at the same time, you know? Like a bit of a fly in the wall. Yeah, I think my, I think my, my favourite uh, lady is definitely Woody. I think she is like the baddest bitch. She like oh, she com- yeah. she comes in hot. She tells it like it is. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what what are you guys doing? Like, I'm in charge now because you ain't doing shit. Let's get it together. Yeah, like, yeah, she yeah, is, yeah. She is the one. Like, you don't mess with Lee. You really don't. Lee comes in and she's like, 
who the fuck are you? Where yeah. the fuck is my sister? Yeah. And they're like, you don't even know her. And she's like, I don't give a fuck if I don't know her. <laughs> I'm like, you tell. And she's hot. And she's, oh, the hat, yeah. the hair, the coat, the hair, all of everything. it. I'm like, everything. I'm here for everything. Everything. And she really, and she really does change the dynamic because I thought, and I think this every time that when she comes on, it would be like, oh, here's going to be someone that's going to be like compassionate or like yeah. nice. No, she's the complete, like you think they're hells. She's the complete, like 10 times worse. She is that bitch. And I mean it. And but I don't, I don't, I don't to... think the thing is with Leah, I don't think it's like with, with some of the other girls, like you can tell like they're just, they're just bitches like to each other. And they're just like so mean and so harsh. But I think with Lee, it's more a case of like, she's just like, She's just like that type of person who's like really strong willed and kind of like a, yeah. a no bullshit kind of. She's not like a I'm a bitch for no reason or I'm a bitch to be mean. She's like I'm just like I'm just strong, opinionated and like I'm I'm gonna take no shit rather than be like I'm just gonna be mean for the sake of it. She's just like I ain't taking yeah. no shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And that, I think that's what makes her the most interesting character because there is some sort of depth to her that when you when you watch her perform and when you see her character sort of play out yeah. you can understand maybe why she's like that where it's come from while the rest of them like you're wasting some good cast members I feel like 2006 wastes the well, fact that you have Lacey you know you yeah. have Lacey from Bloody Mean Girls and, and I even feel like um, Michelle who plays you know Melissa from Buffy I even feel like she's not given enough well, and I just feel like the characters are just slum down big time the tea with um the melissa character was she originally was supposed to survive um mm -hmm. but uh michelle said that she wouldn't do the movie if she didn't die so she was the one that like made her get the axe oh really yeah 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 i suppose, I suppose yeah. the fun of being in a trashy film like Black yeah Christmas is, you want some sort of death scene don't you but i also do do feel like there's some some of the characters they just kind of like like um Dana or um they you know she gets like a five minutes like death scene under the under the stairs and um I did find out as well um what they did do is they shot a bunch of scenes uh especially for the trailer that was not intended to be in the movie and I feel like that was a loss um because uh for the trailer yeah so for the trailer um the, there was a scene uh where I, and uh, I don't know how it uh, Dana, um, she she gets uh, she falls off the roof and gets tangled in some lights, and then gets like pulled into um, she gets pulled into some sort of like contraption. Um, oh, rather yeah, rather than get like pulled under the the house and like get stabbed. But I do kind of I do really like that um, that scene too. I like that moment. I do yeah. like that moment because um, it's one of the only ones where there's some sort of like struggle because she she gives it a good wallop. She you know does. she 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 tries. Yeah, and also the interesting thing about um, the 2006 one that I find is that they play around with some really cool angles. They're not afraid to kind of like give you an, like an angle right low from the ground where you see the face oh, up. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, the, the, and the bitch looks good. Like, she is coloured head to toe. I mean, Black Christmas 2006 is... She is lit up for the gods. I mean, visually... She is. She is beaming with colour, she's vibrant, she's festive, she's fun, and it's a lovely contrast to the fact that eyeballs get ripped out approximately <laughs> every four yeah. minutes. And I, I also love the fact that they, they um they bring back Andrea Martin and then she then plays Mrs. Mack because I I I think that's a really nice nod to the original. So who was she in 
the original. In the original, she plays Phil. So the the the, the girl with the, the one glasses. with the glasses. Yeah, she that's oh, who she plays right. Phil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. See, yeah. see stuff like that that warms my cold ice little heart. Yeah, and I I do I do, I do think that um that the 2006 one, I think because they had the original director as an EP, there are some really nice, um, like, nods to the original, where they're not, like, just copying, it's kind of like a, here's a, a wink, wink, here's here's how, we, how we're doing yeah, yeah. The, the original stuff. Yeah, I mean, 2006 has its own stamp on a story, like, we would, I think we would dislike it a hell of a lot more if it just tried to rehash the same thing, yeah. and whilst I, I do find the characters themselves very problematic, I, I, <laughs> Yeah. And in the weirdest way, I prefer that they didn't just try and do the whole like likable thing again because yes. I'm yeah. I'm very I'm very much that girl. You know, Mulan was made. The new Mulan comes out. Everyone hates the new one. I'm like, I like it because the first film already exists. Why not do something completely different? Exactly. And Black Christmas 2006. It's very that. It's like whatever the original did. It done the complete opposite and if we'll show you not much here well now you're getting too much not enough gore now you're getting gore the house down fucking eyeball yes yeah. and the know? thing is like the thing is especially in hollywood what you hear is that like when people write for men they're not ever they're not ever considering yeah but is he likable but for but because like the the industry is so like misogyn like misogynistic whenever you're writing for women it's like oh but we have to make her likable and like who cares about being likable i just want you to have a really dynamic, fleshed out, thorough yeah. character. And even though maybe the 2006 girls aren't like fully fleshed out, however, they are dynamic and like they're not likable. But that, I don't, I like that, that not all of them have to be likable and that you have to root for them yeah. all. Like it, it, it doesn't matter because you don't like, not everyone is likable. Like, and, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, just because you don't have to be likable to sell, to sell me a story. To sell like, that garment, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I do think um, uh, the queen that is Katie Cassidy does carry the final girl very, very well. She does good, you know. I like she, me some Kitty Cassidy. Yeah. And I think she's a good... I mean, she dies in nearly everything. She dies in Harper's Island. She dies in A Nightmare on Elm Street. She dies in fucking everything. But in this, I'm like, good for you, bitch. Because yeah. you, you know, you're, you're the blonde. And yeah. visually... You ain't making room yeah. for shit. And you can probably tell that Melissa was probably going to make it before this. Yeah. Yes, bitch. Yeah, and the, the one thing the, the that I find kind of, well, it's, uh, not, I wouldn't say odd, uh, but really cool about the 2006 when I was reading as well, that, um, the, so the, um, the director, um, he, so he wrote the, this version and he also um, directed, and no, I don't think he directed, but he wrote um, Final Destination and Final Destination 3. Now, so Lee, she's she was the teacher in, in the final, first one. In the first one, yep. and then you've got and um, then Elizabeth. Lauren Elizabeth. She she was uh, obviously the um, the main chick in the third one, and then Lauren, yep. who gets who's the drunk girl. She's the what the girl in the tanning booth. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so she's 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 the brunette who dies in the in the tanning booth. I need the other two, but I just you know what? Thank God for saying that because her face really bugged the shit out of me. Yes. I was like, what do I know you from? Yes, yeah. And then also at the same time, um, Katie Cassidy was filming when a stranger calls as well, and that also ties in with the fact that that also uses the trope of. There's a stranger in the house calling you from inside the house. Same. So it's so it's that's, all that's like seven degrees of separation. Yeah, shit right there. Yeah, yeah. And then I also because I was reading a bunch of like uh, trivia stuff that um 
there was one scene as well that uh, that Lacey was doing where um, it was really early on and she hurt her foot and she had to go fly back to uh, to um, LA or wherever where she was there to get her foot seen to. And the, the doctor who saw, who saw her for her foot uh, was uh, is Katie Cassidy's stepdad. So like it's all like it's all fucking like that intertwined. It's mad. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah, that is no coincidence there, Mary. See, mm-hmm. I love stuff like that. You yeah, provide me, too. me with little uh-huh. little golden nuggets of information about shit that I'm too lazy to even look up. Really. And it can and it kinda makes you like view it like in a different way and like kind of like, oh that's like that's cute. That's different. Ooh. Yeah, that's cute. It's <laughs> yeah. a two, it's a two. It's a two. Yeah, well, We'll kind of make a view differently, but I still think it's a heap of trash. <laughs> um, moving on now to the sort of characters end of the 2019. Yes. Now, these these girls, I personally feel are sort of the most fleshed out. Yes, um, yes, The most yes, dimensional. Yes. Um, yes. The, the most likable was also still being the most... Um, Blatant and blunt and you know, no facade. hundred percent. I here for these girls. Oh yeah, I uh, yeah, I I love these girls. I mean I um there's the one girl, um I think she's called Helena that just pops in and out and she's the girl that that about with the um with the diva cup, she's got the kit and I think she's really funny. She like pops in for yeah. like a little like comedy burst and then she like pops back out. She's really funny. Um, yeah, all the girls are like all the characters are really like fleshed out. Um, they're all different and dynamic. And like you said, yeah, they are they are likable. But then some points in the film, you're like they're not so likable. Like you're pissing me yeah, off. And that's fine. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of what you want, isn't it? Really. Yeah, and that's that. And there was there was even this moment as well where I think it was the most sort of obvious that the film has been insane that this idea that the previous two have painted of you that, that sorority girls are, or yes. not just those previous films, but that movies themselves paint that girls have to be. Forget about it. I mean, there's even a moment where, like, one of them says, I hate these little, like, cutesy names for taking a shit. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that is so yeah. true, because girls have to say, oh, I'm going for a tinkle, or I'm going to the little ladies' room, and then here, they're just so, like, transparent, and they just... I just love that don't give a fuck attitude and especially which I think is one of the best moments of the film and is not horror related in the slightest mm. but when they do their song oh I love it I love it yeah male frat boy culture yeah and I'm like this is the momento bitch yeah no and I also as well I don't know if it was the director or like all the writers but um uh the whoever's involved in, in the creative uh made a conscious decision to make the um make the character names like the names ambiguous like they they could they they're neither male or female or they're both um like yeah, you, yeah. All, all all the girls names you're like they could be boys or girls names and I like really I like the, they they purposely made that distinction love that yeah I think it's great I mean this, I never this, noticed this, that actually yeah and this, this um this film just like packs the punch of like girl power and like feminism yeah. and like you know just sticking it to the patriarchy which is like yeah, yeah. yes right on 100%. I'm with you all the way and I, and I know I know it is obvious and how it does that I mean just like the last film this is not subtle and what it's trying to say but it does not need to be subtle yeah, because but... sometimes a motherfucker <laughs> needs to be told in black and white that shit is wrong or here is actual conversations the girls will have I mean you know yourself just as much as I do. Loving with girls, a bitch loves to talk about a motherfucking moon cop. You know what I mean? Like these are actual, real conversations yeah. that exist, and it's not like 
in like 2006 and they're sat around with like their tits nearly popping out of their little tiny vests and yeah. they all look sexy and no and you know even in 1974 when they're down the phone everything's so sexual it's like yeah. that's that's an unrealistic way of how girls actually converse well in this one they're wearing fucking layers because guess what it's winter <laughs> it's winter bitch it's I'm gonna wear winter. a coat I'm gonna wear leggings I'm gonna wear a pair of dungarees I'm not gonna have my tits out just cause <laughs> like that's uh, and did you notice as well mm-hmm. not, a, not a single person gets naked in this film and I really enjoy that because I don't yeah. need to see like I don't need to see Gr- a gratuitous shower scene of some girl's fucking wabs around I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was coming because, as you said, yeah. the bitch and was in Final Destination 3 and, and she's and already got her tits out in that. And you knew from the, from the jump in the 2006 exactly which one was going to get her tits out. You, straight away. And then, do you know since you pointed it out that she's the girl that gets her tits out in Final Destination 3? I'm like, I see you were hired because you like to get your tits out. <laughs> and you knew to look at her as well. You're like, you're you will have your tits out. Before I finish this cup of tea right <laughs> now, and I'm already halfway through, bitch. Well, in this one, it's just realistic. They're all halved up. They're, it's not about their. Yes, they're gorgeous, but it's not under any circumstances about their beauty. Yeah. And that sort of backstory exists in there that she was raped at like a college party like three years yeah. before. It's just like it's it's important and it's not shying. Just like 1976, it talks about abortions. That that then that storyline then was probably really problematic, but really yeah, yeah. like like three steps forward of what like horror films were doing. I think this is the same. I mean, people would be uncomfortable by the whole rape subgenre or storyline, but if you're uncomfortable, then that's well, that's I think, your problem because this shit happens. Yeah, and I think the reason why the, the 2019 one is so like blatant in your face is because unfortunately as we've learned through just from history, that men don't get it and they have to be beaten over the head with the fact that, like, you know, what consent is, you know, what what, what counts as rape and what no is no and, like, don't be a dick, you know? Yeah. Like, like, men don't get it. So, like, no, they, they, they need to be, like, slapped in the face. But I also, yeah. I also re- like, really like the fact that um, they have included, like, they have... Um, What's her name? No, no, Helena's the, Helena's the chick that, like, is against, is, you know, is the little devious, devious one. I like the fact yeah. they have, they have that, that female character in there who is, who is, quote unquote, a traitor because there are women out there who, who will side with, side with men and, and, you know, yeah. and, and will, you know, dog, dog women out and say, you're a liar, you're a slut, like, you put yourself in that position of being alone yeah. with that person or, or, or you got yourself raped and all that. Or, you know, there, there are women out there who 100%. are, you know, a hunt, like, a, against women for what, I'm like, I don't, that doesn't make any sense because you are a woman, so how can you be against other women? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it, it gives the characters in this film a purpose and it gives them when all hell breaks loose and shit hits the fan their character arc and their reason for like they're putting on the fights and you know they're putting in the graft and when it comes to the end and they're driving away you're expected to have who we see as the strong one mm-hmm. turn away and be like I don't want to do this and then we have her old Imogen Poots who was meek and like fragile and now she is this strong woman against Chris who was the strong woman yeah and that's sort of dynamic and that's what we need because we see these women's personalities change and shift for obviously by the end result for the better just like all the other sorority girls and there's like there's method behind that sort of rise and like a phoenix 
there's whole yeah. all meta and you can see it and you can believe it while the others come on were just girls. yeah <laughs> rise like a phoenix <laughs> while the other were just like hot girls who were yeah. just there who just happened to get themselves and one more than the other knows how to yeah. get it Cassidy <laughs> all of a sudden knows how to kick ass and you're yeah. like okay work bitch but yeah. with us I'm like I believe I mean I also you've got it up on you yeah I, I also like the moment where um the Helena girl she's like you know you, you find out she's um she's she's a traitor and then you see the fact that that the guys turn on her almost immediately and use her and she's like what and you're like well that's what you get because you think that like these men won't do it to you because you're the quote unquote subservient and you're you know you're 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 bad to them, but they will do the same to you, you know, times ten because they they can do it to you. So like you all yeah, you've done because you will is, always be inferior. Yeah, to and them. all you've done is fucked yourself over because what you've done is you've alienated the all the womankind because you you're a traitor to that sex by siding with the men who who are misogynists and rape people, you know, just awful men. So you get what you get because now those guys are gonna be like, huh, we don't want you either. Like, thanks yep. for we used you, bitch. And uh, you're done. Bon yeah, I you're done. <laughs> you're done. So on that lovely little note then, yes. who would you award for little category two for characters? Who are you giving your three points to for best characters? I'm gonna give my three to the girls of twenty nineteen. Yes, and I will do the exact same thing. Yeah. And then, who are you giving it the two for? I mean, I'm going to say, this, for me personally, this is, like, this is quite, it's, it's close, but not that close. I'm giving the two to the girls of 1974, because, uh, duh, you have to. But, um, yep. I, I, and then obviously the one to 2006, however, yes, the 2006 girls aren't fully fleshed out, and they are typical you know, Naughty's treatment of, of the characters. However, I still like them. I still dig them. Like, they, yeah. they, give, they give me the moments and they do the damn thing. They do. They do the damn thing indeed, bitch. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing that Black Christmas does across the board, that um, all in unity that we can agree on is that their characters are the bomb. Yes. I mean, oh, the bomb it's not easy... I'm the same, like, my three points are going to 2019, my mm -hmm. two points are going to 1974, obviously. Yeah. And unfortunately, the one point just has to go to 2006, but I just want to put it out there that I do not like, dislike these girls or their no, dynamic, yeah. because it the just, bitches are fun. I've got three points to give out, and that's the way the cookie crumbles, but I'm not hating on those girls whatsoever. No, um, just Kitty Cassidy, or if you are listening, or if anyone out there from 2006 <laughs> happens to be listening to our podcast this episode, we love you. Yeah. Okay. Love and that's, and that's <laughs> if you've made it an hour and <laughs> oh, hostile boots, mama. That's if you've made it an hour and two minutes into our podcast, so thank you. Yeah. But let's move on now to category three, which is kills. Hit me with the ding ding. Yes, yes, yes. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing yes, 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 as the ding dings. I liked it. That was cute. The ding, ding, ding. Um. So, give give me your go because we all know it's obvious which one of these ones are the real contender. And oh, I mean, obvious I mean, duh. I mean, do we even have to go there? But yes, we do because we're in the <laughs> podcast. Um. <laughs> I mean, look, the girls in nineteen seventy four, like the kills, like it's. 
you got to think back to the time and how much they could do physically. So I, I, I get why it, it's very simplistic. Um, and then, and sometimes you don't actually see any of the deaths. Like with Phil, yeah, you just you, the door shuts, and then the next time you see her, she's she's like on the bed cuddling the dead, <laughs> the two dead yeah, bodies, like cuddling on the bed, like her, her and Barbara, like hey, just chilling out, like posing, <laughs> and you're like, that's a it's weird gonna... pose. Um, uh, so the, the you don't really get to see that much, unfortunately. However, I will say my favorite kill um, is Barb's. Like that is like the most dramatic. Yeah. It's the most you get to see. She really gets like she gets the scene like she's the scene stealer it like mm. um and, and and it's the juxtaposition of the carol and the kids who stood at the door singing and that yes. real juxtaposition of yeah. her getting murdered and that shot of billy's eyeball the the construction of that scene mm-hmm. is like i don't need gore yeah i'm seeing it i'm feeling it and that is the moment yeah, and, and you know, and especially that moment because that's the first time you really get to see really a, a, a glimpse of Billy's face. Um, you yeah. never really, that, that's it really, that's the most you ever really see. Um, uh, yeah, so that one's my favourite and then the, it has to be um, the first, well, I forget her name, the first girl because Claire, um, Claire yeah, in the um, in the closet with the bag. I mean, because they're, they're the only two that you really kind of get to see um, the most of. Yeah. Um, and, and oh, I think oh, I'm, I'm Mrs. Mac. as well. Mrs. Mac. Oh, Mrs. Mrs. Mac gets it. I mean, Mrs. Max is the more drawn out. And, yes, sure, and yeah. We get the idea of what's going, but I can truly say that while not the actual official death of Claire yeah. is the iconic part, it is undoubtedly, hands down, the constant just retelling and showing us of Claire sat there with that bag on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love particularly, that. Particularly, yeah. I, and it gives me chills even thinking about it, that final scene where the camera goes up and Claire is still in, in the, the attic. Window. And the, and and the then... window. And the camera pans out and you hear the phone ringing and there she sat and not one fucker can see her. And that That's, is... I mean, oh, that is... The entire time thinking, can does no one want to like look up and go, oh, there's Claire, like she's in the window, like like come, like she she's <laughs> pressed she she's pressed like a panini against that window, like come on, like you like come on, and the bitch uh, she she's always rocking that chair, like every time you see her, she's rocking, rocking. You're like, well, Billy's I don't not rocking, rocking. Like how is she still rocking? Because you know Billy's not rocking there. Billy's somewhere else in the house. How is she still just there, like rocking away? Like she's just know. you know rocking around the club. Like come on now. <laughs> She's rocking all over that goddamn Rocking room. around. Rocking her. <laughs> the <laughs> attic. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> I mean, she's got a back on my head. <laughs> I'm dead and I'm dead. Uh, rocking her. I'm dead and I'm dead. Rocking out a chair. Headish, halidish. I mean, yeah, right. The logistics of the fact that she's not being found is, it is ridiculous, but. That just image that they keep referring back to you of Claire on that chair. I don't care. With that shot she look on her face. Is, that the look on her uh, face is it that is scary. That is that is um, it's scary. And that, that last shot I think is just one of my favourite that the the way that film ends and on her death is so chilling because mm-hmm. not only it's there's like layers, Billy's still alive, she's still not being found. Fucking what do you call her what do you call a final girl again? Jess, Jess, yeah. Jess, yeah. Jess is p- potentially dead. He's rang. There's just like all these elements on top of it, and it's just like silence. And I'm like, the 
with the kills of 1974, it's not the how they kill someone, it's how they construct the scene, which is completely different to 2006, which is yeah. all about how they actually kill someone and not about state or substance. <laughs> yeah. It's how many eyeballs can I rip out of a, <laughs> of a bun bag head. <laughs> and I'm here for every single one of them. Well, speaking of bin bag heads, let's, um, <laughs> let's mosey on down to um, 2006. And let's just be clear, like, they... They did the damn thing in this one too because like they did the damn thing. The deaths God are like are just are just great. I mean, they really are. I think um, fantastic. Yeah, even and there's the there's uh, the Melissa's like because there's there's all there's two alternative versions. There's um I don't know which one did you the Is one there? yeah so there's, the, there's I've seen so that makes sense because when I watched it yesterday so um when I watched it yesterday for this podcast feed yeah there was the one where she runs and tries to get out the window and then she has a ski at the back of her head but yeah, I've so that's, never seen that one before yeah so that I think I'm, I'm sure I've told you about this before so that that is the UK release and then so the original which I saw like way back when when it first came out was where she gets she gets a bag on her head as well like on the on the landing I think it is um mm. she I think she's 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 still on the landing with a gun that's it because um uh yeah and um she gets the yeah, bag of her head uh, whatever the stick, whatever it is, the whatever knife or instrument in the. You don't eye. know what this weapon is. Do you? Well, because because whatever it is. because um Agnes she actually either uses a pen or like a unicorn's um horn, and then Jesus she uses something. she's you know she's crafty queen. She uses all, all sorts. <laughs> she she um, is. RuPaul could never. Whatever, anything sharp, you know, she's got. She'll do. I mean, she'll use it. I will say that, like. After the first bag over the head, it's like right. Okay, you, we could think of like maybe other ways for like some of the other girls to um to get yeah. it without you know repeating the bag yeah. thing. However, like out of all three, like these are the most inventive deaths. These are the kind of the craziest ones. Yeah, yeah. I do think there are certain missed opportunities for sure. Like with um uh with Elizabeth, is it is it Elizabeth's death or was it Heather? What's her name? So the, the, the actress is Elizabeth. That's it. Watson. But her name's Heather. That's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like her in the car. Like she could have got a better death because you know she's like she's very mouthy throughout the whole thing. Like she could have had a really good scene. Yet she gets like you know mm-hmm. rocking in the car. And I um yeah. And and Mrs. Mack as well dies via. Speaking of final destination, she gets like a final destination death. Like, yes. Something happens, scares her, bumps yeah. in an ice pick, and while I'm like. I got to that point where I was like, I, I, that's when I realized that this film's way of death and murdering someone isn't out to scare you, but out of pure entertainment. Because 100%, that 100%. was not to scare no one. And then, then I was like, I'm actually enjoying watching these kills because about three of them get chopped off in the space of five minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like instant. Yeah. And again, and I, I think, I think with, the, with the girl Eve who gets her head chopped off, I would have really liked to have seen that. I'd like to have seen her get either get put in the car or whatever. I would have loved because we see her head at the top of the tree. I'm like, how did she get there? Yeah, that's a miss. You know, that's a like miss. To... That's definitely a miss moment. And then you got Lauren, the girl in the bed, like with her eyes gouged out. Like, what? What else happened? Like, that's. I mean, I. I mean, I've never had my eyes gouged out before, but I don't know if having both your eyes taken out does that automatically make you like dead or are you just blind? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, and you lie there like ever so sexy. I mean, ever I don't so think sexy. I would be lying there like. 
elegantly <laughs> while my eyes being wrapped out of my head. And there'd be no blood anywhere? No, just these two little empty eye sockets. Yeah. Like, they've just fingered a chocolate cake. Like, no, bitch. Yeah. There should be blood pulsating <laughs> out of the whole head. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. The eye-pulling thing does get a bit tedious. But then they spice it up some way, because Agnes, then you'll watch her actually eat the eye. And oh, I'm like, oh, Dirty bitch. Sick. Dirty, dirty bitch. And rock. And do, the, the maddest thing is the fact they get, they have, um, uh, a guy, uh, is it called Chris something, playing Agnes, like adult Agnes? I I thought it was, because she looked very manly. It's called Dean Friss. Dean Friss is his name. I'm like, so was there, was there not any ladies available to play this part? Um, <laughs> any any tall, you could have, if you, if you wanted like someone like, uh, you know, with, I don't know, that, look, that looked like super strong or tall, you could have got like a WWE girl. You could have got China. You, oh, yeah, you could have got, got Miss China. China. You could have got anyone yeah. to do like, you know, I mean, you know, um, you could have got Miss Man from Scary Movie. <laughs> uh, you could have got the chick from, you know, Kick Ass Two. The um, uh, um, yeah, the Russian. Uh, what's she called? Russia, Mother Russia. Could have got her. Like Mother she's, Russia. she's badass. She could have played Agnes. Give it to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, Agnes was creepy because I think, by the way, she did looked, you also um, did you also not think she looked um uh, a little bit like um uh what one of the white chicks? Which one is it? Um. <laughs> Do you know what you're not, do you know what I mean? Yeah, she know. looks a little bit. There's a moment where she. There's a moment where in the attic where she's like walking and talking, and for a split second she looks just like one of the white chicks. Well, like one, no of the Wayans, one of the Wayans. One of the brothers. Yeah, as the, and, as and the white chick. Yeah. White chick, <laughs> I also. I Maybe am, that was one of them. Yeah, and um, I, I'm also quite glad that they did give like make them kind of go uh, a more gory route because originally, like I said, oh, yeah. this wasn't supposed to be um gory at all. So. I'm glad because at least one of these films has got um has given us some some deaths and some scenes and some yeah. guts and some whatever. So, I I, mean, I enjoy a good like popcorn slasher, popcorn slasher being like like I was sat there, my mum was on the other chair, and anytime something like that ha- that happened, they would all react, and yeah. it makes the viewing experience better yeah. because something's so gnarly, and yeah. everyone has to like oh vocalize yeah. their disgust and that's I think what I enjoy the most about Black Christmas 2006 is it's so outlandish with just how it like how like willy nilly it loves to fuck shit up yes, Go yes. I mean I I am super pissed that um they decided to kill off Lee I mean like I feel like that was like that wasn't the character like she would never have been killed like come on now like she, she, that's and Lee not, that's Lee and not with a forever and a neck snap. Yeah, she like, deserved a fight. Or... If, yeah, if she's gonna get killed, give her a, a Billy edit. I mean, he got he got like probably the best death. I mean, that was that was really fun. I mean, and yeah. then um, your girl Agnes um, gets the um, scream for death. I was gonna say that whole scene was just scream for the house down. Bill. Oh, hundred percent. I, I I like it feeds my soul to think that Kevin Williamson watched Black Christmas, <laughs> yeah. or uh, yeah. I was like. That that's hot. <laughs> I'm gonna copy that because it was good. Like it's it's one of those things that I just think hospital scenes always feel like an added extension that isn't needed. Yeah, it's yeah. Always at the end and it's such a change of scenery. But I suppose it's fun and as you said, like Billy gets a good death and Agnes just gets zapped to the face. Like that's when the deaths sort of change up. But you don't notice how when when you get to the when you get to the hospital, like, Billy is like this like teeny weeny five foot six looking dude, and teeny weeny yeah. And you're supposed to believe teeny. that at the top of the film, he killed that like six foot four Santa Claus, like um, and then carried him 
uh, around in that sack and, and put them in the bin. Um, when did that happen, yeah, Billy? Yeah. Because yeah. you like you are like five foot nothing, and like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's running around with that little Homer Simpson skin, yeah, <laughs> and what have you. And I'm like, no. And it's and this is what got me as well, right? And I I I seen the feet, and they were raped. <laughs> they have the cleanest. Agnes had the cleanest soles of her feet I had mm-hmm. ever seen in my life. And I was like, bitch, you have been running about in your bare feet yeah. for the guts of a whole day in the freezing cold. And she had the cleanest manicured or pedicured, whatever one does your fucking toenails. They were gleaming. <laughs> they were glassed, bitch. You know what I mean? They, oh. they, like, people got killed, but I was slayed when I seen her fucking feet. But she got her nails pressed. <laughs> Uh, she got her fucking nails press. Now, when we talk about 2019 and the kills... I mean, can I we? Because does you, anyone really I, die? I mean, I don't know. There is fuck all here, but nothing but black goop and fucking... Which, which interestingly, I read about as well, that is supposed to literally represent um, uh, t- uh, masculine... Toxic, toxic masculine, masculine. Yeah, toxic I masculinity. Thought yeah, I thought as much. Yeah, it's literal... Uh, which is really cool, um, but again, I feel like, you know, they they really let the horror horror community down with making this a PG because, uh, that, and that's that's, I think this probably would have would have been what my favorite one of them all if they just would have added in the extra horror edit because you know for a fact like they actually filmed it. Because you can you, you can, can tell. tell in the way that they edited yeah. some of the shots yeah. they cut that are so drastic. Like when Especially Jesse in the attic. Like you know for a fact oh. that something was on her face. Yes. Because they don't and just as you're coming they cut it off. Um and it's just really like And then the boyfriend really that gets jarring. the arrow the arrow in the in the head, because you you know like they would have filmed that properly. Like and, and so we could we can see you stab like um well that was the thing I read as well because um they uh, it was a PG. They couldn't show any blood. That's why also the blood for the boys was black, and that, that's why they're always yep. covered in black stuff. Um, but yeah, you can you can see like someone's keys jammed into their neck. That's cool, but like yep. we can't see anything else. Yeah, it's a, a mean, real was... disservice to the whole franchise. To it's a real slap in the face to the horror community. To be honest, yeah, like PG thirteen horror films should not exist. I mean, why? it's fine to do why? one. What, if what you're, is the point? What literally? If honestly, you're going to do like. Are you afraid of the dark? You know, that's fine. Because I mean, it's ghosts. Even that's do scarier than this. A... I mean, have you seen that yeah. shit? That's scary. I mean, I would have watched you Goosebumps can't... over this. Like, even Goosebumps yeah. have got scarier deaths or, like, more gruesome deaths than this. You can't do slasher film PG-13. Mm-mm. It does not work. That defeats the whole purpose of what we're watching. I get that they were probably like, no one's going to go and see this fucking film. True. No one is going to see this film. Well, they wanted to but try the and get... that did... They wanted to get, like, the young girls to go out and see it. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you just, like, peg this as... A super feminist film about like girls sticking it to like the um like scummy guys. I'm sure you would have got young girls going to see it. I don't think young girls would not have gone just because um they see some deaths. I mean, I'm not saying you make it like gory and people are like getting their eyeballs eaten. Like, I'm not saying that, but at least give give us something. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Like, come on now. This gave us this gave us nothing. Like, I'm all here for the black goop and the toxic masculinity. The bloody bloody flute, the fly. <laughs> But when it comes to the fucking gore and guts, I can't even give me, you can't even show me a girl get an axe to the stomach. You won't even let the shot linger on and blood coming out of her mouth. You won't even give, like, they wouldn't give you 
anything. And what's even more just annoying? Just give me someone coughing up blood. Give me something. Oh, what's even more annoying is the fact that, like, so you'll have, like, the scene where the girls get killed, and then, like, later on, they'll do, like, a little flashback, and they'll show you some more. It's like, are you just, are you trying to give me, like, horror movie yeah. blue balls? Like, you're they just would, teasing They me. would re-show you the scene and we'll give show you, you some a little more. bit more, but yeah. still less. yeah. I'm like, what? I, I don't even bother. Please I mean, the, don't even the girl, bother. that girl Franna gets, you know, uh, is, gets killed in the, in the hallway. You could have done a really cool scene with that. You could have chucked her down the stairs. You could have strangled her, threw her down the stairs. Anything, you, you know. Uh, Jesse upstairs in the attic. We could have had a really cool scene, like a real struggle in the attic with the lights and whatever. You could have been wrapped around those, then have the glass in the eye, in the face, all of that stuff. I yep. think I think the main problem, yeah, anything, 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 anything. We even have a fight scene in the kitchen. Brilliant! Love the way it's choreographed. Loving, loving life. One of the, one of the, one of the best. One of the best scenes in the film is that. In the, the in the entire film, yeah. as, as even the entire like house segment is just yeah. that is where the magic is. You could have given me more than what the bitch got with the axe in the stomach. I'm like, throw the fucking bitch about. Do something, and I think this is the biggest hindrance is that you could tell that more was shot, and they had to sniff it down because you are left with blue balls especially when you've just watched yeah 2006 you're like it, it doesn't it doesn't it never looks as obvious as it does having you watched one after the other that's when you really go this is taking the piss yeah because it because it, it it just doesn't feel like a horror movie to me i mean i'm i'm not i'm not saying that you have to have like the goriest death to be a horror movie because we've seen plenty of horror films that, that aren't that gory but um still have better deaths than this you know, like yeah. it, it just, yeah, it just, yeah, it really misses the mark completely, and and it sucks fucking ass. And I will never is. forgive them for that because they could have had like this really, really, truly badass, badass film. And like, I mean, it truly, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, it ruins the the experience, it, and that took at least three stars off yeah. at least three stars off how i felt about this film yeah because the fact. thing is because it's not like it, the 2019 it's not a bad film it just it it's really not it just leaves you wanting a lot more because it's, it's, it's not it's not bad in the slightest it, it, it is it is a good film it just don't call it a horror film call it a thriller and let's be done with it like let's be done with that you call it a super it's not even a 15 like, it's, it's a pg-13 Put PG it on fucking Disney like, next time, and we'll we'll discuss. Like, but on on that note, then, because we know that that was just a Naomi shambles. Who are you giving your three points to? Your two points to, and the obvious one point. Uh, well, it's it's going to be no surprise, obvious. but um, Black Christmas two thousand and six gets the three because hello, like <laughs> that's you've nice. got a pair of eyeballs. Yes, and they will be ripped. <laughs> I'm not stupid, and I'm not blind. Um. <laughs> and then the two points obviously goes to 1974 because, strangely enough, you know, even in 1974, we're, we're seeing more than 2019. So, yeah, they're getting those gals over there. They're getting my two. And um, 2019, you're getting that. They, they're like, I'm almost I'm so close to deducting points from them. Oh, that's that bad. If I could, I'd give them a zero. Well, you know. Yeah, a, yeah, a zero. You know what? But. We're going to be fair because we respect the girls over there. But, yes. But not that much because the bitch sucked. But on tier four, which I thought was appropriate, let's go to tier four, bitch. We're going to talk villains. Hit me with that ding, ding. Ding. Now we're going to talk about villains. Now, okay. Point blank period, I think. 
2004, 2006 are dealing with the same thing. 2019 isn't even in the same game. It's yeah. not even playing sports. It's in <laughs> IT doing spreadsheets. It's not I mean, even... they're talking French. We're talking... We're over like, that, like, They're not even, what are you doing? But I do... I do feel like, like even with the nineteen seventy four, like you, we don't really get like a sense of of Billy. You don't. All you really know is like there's there's just an unknown person stalking everyone. There isn't. It would have been nice to have. I'm not saying like huge like reveals or huge things or whatever, or or it be like oh, it turns out Billy isn't really real and it was. Because that would have been really like, oh, whatever, if it was Peter all along. Boring. Yeah, like, yeah. boring. So I'm glad it wasn't. But I would have liked um, to maybe have seen Billy at once or had any sort of, like, tangible moment. All we really get is the phone. And we know, yes, we know in theory that it's supposed to be, you know, Billy is cuckoo kachoo can make all those voices. That's creepy as fuck. But, like, you're not really getting a sense of who he is. You just get, That's just, like, gobbledygook creepy on the phone so yeah it, it's hard to kind of really talk about this billy because it's so mysterious and you know the the villain to me could be um the attic window the attic um hole you know like the because <laughs> yeah. they love they love a good shot of that attic um door hole whatever you want to call it. it like they really mm-hmm. do it's like is that the villain like i don't know who like what is is the plastic... thing just sprouts arms and legs puts, <laughs> on, the... a, puts on a lovely stiletto bit <laughs> is the plastic bag the villain and it is is, is <laughs> you know but then you could also you could also say that um is peter the villain because well, we're we're cause... supposed to believe that peter is the villain but then we obviously know then that he's not just by the sort of connotations that are made at the end yeah. and whatnot with the phone ringing and you can see the attic going on how she wasn't found, all that jazz. But you know what I'm going to say and you know that I disagree with everything you just said. Like it went in one ear, it flew out the other because I just, you know me, I am a sucker for ambiguity, especially yeah. when it comes to the killer. Yeah. I love the fact that we don't see him. I love yeah. the fact that the only thing we know of him is like, it's like in um, Shrek the 4th, Shrek the 3rd, it's like, where's the baby? Do you, know, <laughs> do you know, like, the way... You just compare Black like, Christmas 1974 to Shrek the, the shit you know when, one. Like, what? You know when Snow White gives uh, Fiona one of the seven dwarves and the box opens and he just goes, where's the baby? Jack, That's what I, I, like. I didn't make it to Shrek, what, the 4th? I I, I, I've never seen that film. Bitch, like, I I've have a lie. Um, Girl, Shrek the third, get it together. That's all, all the princesses fighting. Anywho, you should have seen that if you've not, bitch. But that's what he oh, was Oh, no, saying. I think yeah, I like, have. You said, you, yeah, you said the Shrek the fourth. Was that yeah, all the sorry, kids? Yeah, I made the mistake. Yeah. No, I think I have I'm talking about one. the third one where all the princesses and Snow White gets Fiona, one of the seven dwarves, and he just goes, where's the baby? And I feel like that's all that Billy did over the phone <laughs> with this talk about Agnes. And it's like, we don't know... Who there is Agnes, another mm. voice. Is Agnes, because what I interpret from it is Agnes is someone else completely. Yeah. And she knows that he's there. Yeah. And they're calling each other and you don't know what they're talking about, but it's like intense and terrifying. And I love that whole, my brain went off on one. I was like, who is he? Why is he there? How did Agnes know he was there? Who the fuck is Agnes? What's the baby? And to me, I was like, it just made it like so much more chilling. Yeah. Because you yeah. still don't see who he is, apart from that 
funny I mean, little kind of wavy hair he has and that little for, label. For the film, I, I, I agree. It works 100% and the ambi- ambiguity of it all, like, it does make the film that much more suspenseful. When you're talking about, like, we're talking about as a villain, you, I don't know how we can really, really have that strong opinion of a villain that we don't ever really kind of, not see in the sense of like physically see, but like we don't really get much of a sense I'd, of bit of that sense. Think, like, yeah, I get what you mean, but like the presence that Billy has, mm. like even though he's basically absent, and yeah. all we have is those sort of phone calls and just when he briefly calls someone, it's the presence and how he makes me feel in the sense where when you see um the little old lady go up in the attic, it's what you feel for because you know what's coming, and yeah. I just that sort of intensity that he brings upon me when I watch it every time that's what I'm going off and how I feel what makes yeah. him such a good villain because he is just he's such an uneasy sleazy dirtbag fucking creature of yeah. night that just loves in the attic like some goblin and that just <laughs> yeah. freaks yeah, yeah. me out and I think the other two while one tries and really like here's the line the line becomes a dot to them um and the other one just does something completely d- different yeah, which yeah. i appreciate this one to me is the scariest he's the creepiest i am oh yeah no well yeah i i will i will give you 100 percent. here's the i would say the creepiest but i think for me i i, I don't even need to like seen him or have like a scene where he's like yeah, where yeah. you see him in the room you want but, a little bit more to chew on than yeah, in a, a name in, and a voice in the sense of yeah in the sense of like I would have maybe liked to have seen something else in the film that kind of like ties into Billy a little bit like whether it be I'm, I'm not even talking about something that like that punches you right in the face it could have it, it would have been nice to have something really really subtle to have like where you have to either think about it or you catch it like the second view yeah. whether it be like a passing, I don't know, like maybe like a passing uh, old picture in the house just happens to be that no one even knows it's him, or and we um, as the audience you don't know it's him until like after the fact you've watched it and it's point and it's yeah. you know someone has to point it out to you. That would have been like oh that's kind of a that's a cool little like nod or something. Just I don't know, just something, just a little, a little something more, just a little drip, on, not even like a lot, like a little like drip, a drip a drop yeah. of like something something else that kind of ramp it up I don't, I don't know you know yeah, yeah. And, so so how do how would you feel then about sort of the 2006 interpretation of not just ballet but the character of agnes uh i mean it's it's typical it's typical naughty's fashion of course Chaos. it's just it's just a lot it's it throws a lot of but i also think that um billy's mother is probably the the true villain because if, oh, yes. if, you know, if she hadn't, you know, been so abusive and gross and disgusting, then maybe she wouldn't have been made into Christmas cookies. And, you know, the rest of these people's lives wouldn't have been cut short. You know, she, you know, so he could yeah. have just left, you know, lived his his life with his dad. She could have just fucked up. And Springfield. She, she, yeah. they didn't, she, she didn't have to kill her husband. She didn't have to crumble the Christmas ornaments into the baby's pram. She didn't have to go upstairs and rape him. She didn't have, but you know, she's an evil, she evil woman, yeah. and she probably is the true villain. And you know, Billy is the, you know, the product of his, incest? of his parents and incest. Yeah, but yeah. um, 
you know, it's it's typical naughty's fashion. You've got like two ridiculous killers are like of opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, where you've got one who don't wear clothes but pajamas, you got, like they you, you got, <laughs> are the coziest girls what, gonna, in the world. You've got Agnes; she's in a she's in a flannel pajamas, and you've got Billy in his little <laughs> red onesie. Like, what? Why are you? Little baby in his onesie, <laughs> like oh baby. <laughs> oh, it's a baby. I will say this though: when he's the kid, he is really cute. When he's like running off yeah, and running yeah. in his room, and he's in his little like alcove, he is he's a little cute patootie in his like pajamas and his little yellow skin. Bless him. Oh no, bless. Birth um, could never. <laughs> yeah, bless him. But um, yeah, I mean, again, the. It's really strange that you, you so we get all this backstory for Agnes and Billy and we get this build up and yet even though they are the villains and the killers in the film like you don't really even get a sense of them either you kind of like oh it, it's they almost feel a bit lazy lazily written yes yes like all we know about Agnes is that she loves a good eyeball <laughs> just because she lost her eye she's infatuated with yeah. not but, only stealing eyeballs and yeah. having an eyeball necklace, but she yeah. likes to eat them too. I'm like, I, I don't get the correlation between. Yeah, I don't know why we need to like the, the why they got to be cannibals. They could have just killed them and that's it. Um, but the thing <laughs> is though, I, what I do, what I do actually like that um, it does make sense is the fact that like you know Billy saw his dad be killed with the bag of the head and being you know like smashed over the head and hit and hit and hit, and then that that subconsciously then carries on into his life and through Agnes because he does the same thing to Agnes with the eyes, what you know, what his parent you know, his mum did to his dad. Yeah. And then that then that then carries it down the line. So then Agnes now then sees that like that's just normal to her. That 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 image or that, you know, action, that thought is then imprinted. I like the fact that it's that generational. Is 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 kind of yeah, that, yeah. that that sort Leaks of violence. Yeah, it's leaked down. And um I like that continuity. It um it's uh quite soothing you know when you know, it just like it just yeah. um it, it's yeah smoothly yeah it's, smoothly uh, i get what you mean yeah do you know what i mean uh, <laughs> soothing <laughs> in a sense where if you like eyeballs getting ripped out and like well, bags not, no, no not that i do <laughs> not that point i like i like the um <laughs> i like you like the, you like the continuity the story arc that, like, i like the, the story, story arc yeah. the history you know the yes the, the yeah. yeah of course and then, then we have with, of course, 2019, which, as we said, one's a sponge, the other's an apple tree. I mean, I, I mean, they're. It's who is the villain? Is it is, is is the statue with the goo? Is that the villain? I mean, I don't know who the, to the blame. The eight statue. It's it's the whole for. I think it's the whole fraternity. 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 What the <laughs> fuck is a fraternity? Um, it's the whole fraternity. I think that they are. It's like a tradition, perhaps. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Um, I like it. Yeah. But I'm not in love with it. I mean that uh, the the Professor Gelson. I mean from from the top, you just want to like punch him in the dick. He's just like he's just Major, the epitome of like energy too. Yeah, like gross, misogynistic, like douche. You deserve to like everything you get coming to you. Basically, like yeah. Enjoy that fire, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this roast to <laughs> But again, with this one, like, it, it, it's it's clearly like, it's just like straight white men are the villain here. And um, I don't disagree because uh, they are. They really are. And I think they, the sort of villains can be appreciated in this one. 
in a completely different light form and way that we might appreciate the villain yeah um from the other two versions because this one has more of a social political standpoint yeah and like um, even even the even the guys that are doing the killing you know you know from the film like that that's not even their intention they're being like they're possessed taken over by this this demon the the essence so you know so you even know like the villain in this isn't the people doing the bad things it is yeah. it's the toxic masculinity it's the it's yeah. the rape culture it's the it's the whole thing um the misogyny yeah. the misogyny the patriarchy it that's the villain in this film and you know that says a lot and it it's it's clever and it's cool, but like I need I, I need. Some, is it yeah? So is it what I'm looking for? You know, if I'm if I'm going to like I'm very that like I think it's clever. I think it's on point. Mm-hmm. I think it's modern, and I think it's forward thinking. But you know, if I'm going to and I'm ordering pizza, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know, an anchovy pizza comes in front of me when I'm was really digging a pepperoni one. Yeah, I'm. It might be okay. It's a palette, nom 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 nom. Mm-hmm. But bitch, will I be satisfied? <laughs> no. And from a film called Black Christmas, yeah, I just want a little bit more of an umph demise sort of. I want something color. tangible. You know, I want to be. Yes. I want to pinpoint who who's doing the the what's and um, yeah, you know. And also, did, did you notice in the trailer as well for the new Black Christmas, they had they'd shoot a scene where they had like taken down one of the guys and they'd killed him. And then when they would expose his face in the trailer, it was like the face of a mannequin. And then in the film, it's I don't know if you remember, in the film that didn't happen. And yeah, I remember going yeah. into Black Christmas thinking the villain was going to be like a lot more than what it was. I was yeah. like, oh, it's this weird. I was like, I was digging that idea that they had. I was like, it could be cool that it could be one person and he's like, you know, sort of going through these things and like playing tricks on them. You know, I thought it was like going to be mm. a lot more clever than that when really... These are just like sort of possessed little boys, and then just also walking around. Yeah, and in the trailer as well, I noticed that uh, after the fact, uh, for for just for promotion, they they uh, added in 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 post like this the CGI'd. There's a scene where the um the Hel- 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 Helena girl's like brushing her teeth, and there's the the cloaked frat boy behind her. That isn't true. They did that quite a few times in the trailer to kind of like make it out like they were there when they weren't, and it's like. Why do yeah. that? Because you're going to do that in the trailer and then watch the film and it's not there. But, you, then, but then, then again, you can, with, with 2019, you can watch the trailer and you've watched the film. So it's like, mm, okay, whatever. Very, very, very true. But um, yeah, I just think with the Valens, just in that one, it's just completely different gravy boat. You know, I'm up here looking for fucking gravy in my chips and they're handing me bread sauce. And <laughs> I am that featuring it. But yeah. On that lovely little note on villains, what would be your scorecard? Who are you giving three points to, Miss Thing? Um, yeah, so the gal pals over in um, 1974 are getting my three. So that Billy, he's getting a three. Because like you, even though you know I wanted a bit more, yeah, out of all of them, it's the creepiest. It's the kind of most ominous, you know, with uh, 06. That's get, the 06 is getting my two, but they really do like beat you over the head with the fact they've got all these people that like are evil. But at least they're giving me something. Whereas um, twenty nineteen, who gets my one? It's like, what? Are, who? Who is? Is it the Different statue? Like, <laughs> like, come on now, like what? So, Convoluted, um, some yeah. might say. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm giving all my same points the same as you. 3 to 1974, obvious reasons. 2 to 2007. 2 to 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 <laughs> dang she did it again to 2000 <laughs> there's a lot of this number okay? there's too many t's in the sentence with two t- <laughs> girl get it together back in the room i was going to go to 2019 but then because i hate i hate the way that they've made Billy and Agnes in 2006 but mm. I cannot I need to put that feeling aside yeah. because I love their OG so much and actually just taking into consideration how much I actually enjoyed how like outlandish they were mm-hmm. so bitch you have to give them to two to the two to two boom 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 so on to one of our final rounds now before we go overall and this is round five mm-hmm. where iconic moments give us a ding 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 and a hoo 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 Ding, 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 ding. So this is just any iconic moments that I want you to pick out as a collection of all three. Sure, yeah. We're just going to hash it out quickly. Yeah. The iconic moments that we have right off the bat. Go, BH. Um, so to uh, 1974, definitely iconic moment is anytime you see Claire rocking back and forth on that chair with a bag yeah. on her head. Because even the, you know, the poster is just like her bag on her head. I think um, another iconic yes. moment is anytime Jess is on the phone, because um, because yes. when you think of Black Christmas, you, I I see her on the phone. Um, Agreed. Sat by the fire in that little red yeah, shirt, I mean, a red shirt. And then I also I also think uh, Bob's death is iconic um, from Agreed. that. And then other than that, I think about it I, I don't really kind of go to that one for any other other things to be honest and for, for me I, I agree with all three of what you said to add on to iconic moment to me is the ending I think the ending of Black Christmas oh yeah 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 sorry and yeah. how silent it is yeah. is one of the most ominous and with the Claire with the African the panning out of Claire's you know no music against the, um, Claire's yeah. face yeah for no, right you are right you, know, Billy's you are right bitch yeah um, 2006 Oh, I think any iconic moment. Yeah, I mean, to me, there's some that probably might not be that iconic to other people, but there's this one, this one. That, oh, every time I think about it, it's um, and it's so small, and it's when um, uh, Heather, she's trying to, she's uh, trying to get in the car, and she's looking over at the other car that they found uh, Eve in, and like she's looking, she's got like kind of like looking around, like she's kind of scared. Uh, the wind's blowing her hair, and every time I think of like Black Christmas, I just see that image of her like looking real scared and the hair is like just yes. blowing so perfectly and she's like looks so cool in that moment that was, I remember that was like the promotional image yes. that we used for it as well yes. which is her and um, the house mom yeah. kind of huddled up and the hairs over her face that was like the image they used bitch yeah I think also um, uh, Mrs. Mac's death is also like, iconic I remember just that that moment of her seeing like looking up and seeing the thing that also sticks in my mind as well um what else? I think um, I th- I'm big into the the head on top of the Christmas tree. Yes, um, yes. That moment, and of course, the moment that is stuck in my brain for better or for worse is Billy eating his yeah. mom's gingerbread skin. Ooh, and that... and the eyeball in the floor of the bathroom that always oh, uh, that always yes. goes to that point because that's creepy as fuck too. 
or um, any eyeball being dissected from someone's head. There's a lot I of think. There's so many eyeballs. Didn't, like they love a good the, eyeball. Um, they love a good eyeball. Love, love, love. They look creepy. Fucks. A good eyeball. Yeah. Um, and what else? I feel like. Um, I feel like a lot of it. I'm the same as you when it comes to iconic moments. A lot of it comes from the actual viewing experience of yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, 1974. There, it's it's like any sort of iconic horror film. There's those really specific hard hitting moments you can't forget. Whilst with 2006, it's completely different. It's like the actual watching it. Yes. Is yeah. bright, it's like iconic because it's so telling of its time and so telling of and what for, age we were. And... Yeah, for me, it was, it's it's so nostalgic to me. Like, it, yeah, it, yeah. it really is. And so, like, I agree. Like, it just, just viewing it to me, because this is, this is the one I've seen the most. I mean, I watched it a ton at the time as a teen. Um... It, yeah, it just um, yeah. She just does it for you. She just you does, yeah. She just tickles me. Yeah, the tea. Now, when it comes to two thousand and nineteen, I can honestly say to me, there's only one truly iconic moment, and it's when the girls do their song. Just that same, everything same else, thing. Yeah. Everything yeah. else is just pretty. Oh, uh, I also do think about the um the scene in the kitchen the other fight scene kitchen fight scene with Chris love, and the guy if anyone knows or if anyone <laughs> listens to this podcast we love a good kitchen fight scene like yes. I think if yes, there's yes, a, yes, a yes, fight yes. scene in a kitchen it's my favorite thing because, because literally a fight scene in the ki- in a kitchen it's anyone's game because there's so many it's, potentials it's, it's weapons. weapons oh so surfaces, many sequences, so many, so many you can yeah, so many so you can throw Glass, someone into a cabinet of on a on a yeah. on a cook you can do anything in the kitchen. It just You can use the table to shield yourself from a knife, you can smack someone with a chair. Yes. That's endless yes. kitchen. You can you can get the Carrie Fisher ed- edit in um Sorority Row where she gets the table pushed against Sorority. her and then she gets yeah. the uh the whatever weapon that is, then that's iconic. I always think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so like many even kitchens. cafeteria scenes and like, you know, H2O, yes, which yes, we call yes, under yes. tables, are like, or when she's actually in the kitchen, she's just fucking knives at him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, shit that happens in the kitchen scream, is Scream, like the, the whole, richest. whole third act of scream in the kitchen. You know, you've got yes. um, your next, that kitchen scene is like, kitchen it's scene, off the chain. The hunt. The hunt, that is like, that mind blowing. That is probably the hands really down one of the best, best fight scene. scenes I've ever seen. I think we need to do an episode on kitchen, yes, horror <laughs> kitchen scenes of all time. And now that's what you call. Let's get this roaster fucking kick of the yeah. yeah. Now, when it comes to dishing out some points, then where are sure. you giving your three points for? I I think I can have an idea. I think two thousand and six. For me, my three points are going to nineteen seventy four. Two to two thousand six and one to two thousand nineteen. Yeah, and I think for you, two thousand six kind of sounds like your. Do you know Jewish. what? Yeah, I think I think so, and I think so, and it's, and it's purely because um, I do, I do agree with you in the sense of like nineteen seventy four has like the like has the iconic moments that you like like you said with the um with the ending with Claire and the bag with Jess and the phone they are. They are iconic moments, and that movie itself is iconic and ahead of its time. Yeah. But for me, just as a viewer, and because of like the history with 2006, I just when I because the strange thing is, even uh, every time I hear Black Christmas, I just think of that one because I've seen it so much and I loved it as a teen because you know, as a, as a like, yeah, as a 
60, I don't know how old it was in 2006, I can't do the math right now. Don't um, reveal it. Uh, <laughs> don't do it to yourself. I can't do that fast math, even though it's my own age. Um, you know, at, at that time, <laughs> at a teen, that sort of like, I'm probably the same as you, that sort of horror were like, and it still is like my yeah. thing, that trash. So yeah, um, it's very yeah. Like, so no to, shade, very on brand. You oh, do 100%. love a good trash slasher film. Don't we all? Yeah. So, but I but I'm not I'm not delusional. I'm not you know I'm not saying like this is the most iconic. Just for me personally, it just has more like nostalgia. Uh, the thing is, we and this this is the sort of confliction that I always have. There you can I know when a film is a better film. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But there's times when I have a more I'm drawn more towards more a shitter film. Yeah. More connection towards yeah. a shit film. And that's just the way they fucking <laughs> that's the tea. couple sometimes, bitch. That's the that tea. is the fucking tea. That's how I feel Sorry, about this, uh, to be honest. I mean I yeah. I know I know what, what's up, I know what the tea is, but like yeah, so the two thousand six get my three, ninety seventy four is getting my two. You know, but it's it's oh my god, bitch, it, it's so close. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's like it's on the on the the verge. And then obviously twenty nineteen. I mean, do I have to say you get one, one point for the one iconic <laughs> you, moment that I like. Yeah, you barely get the one point. Like <laughs> I know, I you're lucky if you're even getting any fucking points at this stage. Yeah. So very quickly then, and we will wrap this lovely little Christmas special. Sure, up. Yeah. Give me your overall for each one of the Black Christmas films. Uh yeah, so nineteen seventy four, like I just said, I mean it is probably the most I even though I'm contradicting myself, it's the most iconic out of the three because it started and it was like, ahead of its time. It really was. I mean, it's probably the funniest out of the three. It's got some great comedy moments. Um, the story is it's just great. I mean, it's just fun. And I like the fact that it probably was, after Peeping Tom, probably one of the first slasher films. And it really yeah. doesn't get the credit it deserves, in my opinion. Um, I think, you know, it should it should get more more attention than it does. I, I, unfortunately, I think the likes of Halloween overshadow it yeah so what would be your score out of 10 how many x-men's are you giving oh, 1974 oh out of 10 this one is getting um a big fat eight it out of 10 yeah juicy yeah. juicy juicy i mean I, yeah. I, there's 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 obviously things in it that for me could have pushed it to the next level um in terms of Maybe just like a bit more of a, a of kill scenes because they could they could have done some stuff. I mean, I, you know, we we've seen plenty of like old films now that I, I don't care about the quality in them because I know for a fact I know like I'm watching yeah. it from I know what time it was so like I, I'm yeah. I'm not expecting the best but like I still would like to see some stuff. I like to see an, course, I'd like to see absolutely. an attempt. Um, Girl, you're only human. We're greedy about we're greedy ass bottles yeah. that just want more. But 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 it's though. still it's still a, a stellar flick, and it's still and you know oh, eight, yes. eight eight's a She's good. She's a classic for yeah. a reason. Eight is it's a bitch. It's a good mark. Yeah, I know. It is a good mark. It what is. What would you score? Two thousand and six version of Black Christmas. Well, for me, it's just it's so nostalgic. It's it's trashy, but it's it's for me, it's the most entertaining. I mean, I know I'm I'm giving it a seven out of ten. Um. Uh, it's you know I I'm not, I'm not delusional. I know out of all three of them that um, 1974 is by far the best in terms of like story quality, all of that kind of stuff, like yeah. how iconic it is. But for me, this one is my favorite because of the connection I have to it. You know, with the with the cast, the people. It's just I just find it so fun. Um, that it could it, it could have 
could have done other things and made it kind of a bit better. But yeah, I still think it's it's cool. So it's getting a seven. Yeah. Yes, bitch. And then, seven, that shit up. Yeah, and then... Oh, Unfortunately, I had to do this, but 2019 is getting only getting a four because for, I mean, no, no, well, I'll give it a five. I'm gonna up it. I'm gonna up it because because it is a good fi- it is a good film, but it's just the fact that like the PG thirteen for me, it just it just ruins it. It really does. I mean, it it it's, it's got so many great moments. The story is great. Like the message is great, but I do feel like maybe the message or the agenda was kind of in the forefront rather than like it being it's, it's it is a horror film yeah and it you should stay true to the genre really i mean i don't i don't think yeah. you can really do pg films that well apart from things like happy death day to you is 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 a pg and film. Even then, I, but it, well, it, yeah. it does it does it, that does it well it does give you stu- it gives Agreed. you something it gives it keeps you entertained it does give you something it gives you sweet fuck yeah and that's it it gives you massive blue balls because it it does it hints at what it did do but it's like in the in the in the editing room they just cut all that shit out it's like i will never forgive you for that never, jason blum was, i'll never yeah. forgive you you little knobhead in your fucking PG-13 films. Back off. Um, yeah, I would, for 1974, I think this is such an underrated, and I would go as far as saying, I think it's well-deserved, classic. Mm-hmm, I think 100%. to this day, it's one of the scariest films of its era that oh. I believe it still stands to this day. Point blank, period. It's got lovely little insections of... They comedy when needed, but all in all, it is still a genuinely chilling and horrifying film, and I love it every time I watch it. And I can confidently say that I would give this a ten out of ten. Axwins. Oh wow! Okay. No. Yep. And it never Good used to be like that. Yeah. You know what? Thank you, bitch. Good because you. every time I watch it, like the last time I watched it, it was <clears throat> like an eight. When I watched it again, the way it makes me feel and the way it ends, it makes me feel. I'm like. I would. This would be one of those films that my brain would jump to if someone says, "Name, you know, name top ten mm-hmm. or name top five Sort of Black Christmas would be in there without a doubt for me. Do you know, you know what? You've changed my mind. Are you bumping it to a nine, bitch? I'm gonna bump it to a nine. You really? No, you no. You are. You're. You're right. You're hundred percent. I mean, I can't. It's got that F factor yeah, about it that I... you can't shake it. I have to be true to myself. I can't give it. I re. I realistically can't give it a ten, but it. That's it's, fine. It's it's iconic and it's yeah. It's I feel like it's it's ahead of its time. I've said it's about twenty times just then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck on repeat. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, at least you have had because the thing is, is I know this is this is why we have these conversations. You ultimately will never forget how the first black christmas makes you feel or you know what it does for you because it is just one of them things whether it's the comedy aspects or just those like that ending or those every time it's that's so uneasy right. as well like you just don't yes and i, I do you're like, i do like someone goes upstairs yeah like, I, I do think it does well like you know what there's, there's sometimes films like leave leave the ending very open and it really bugs the shit out of me uh, because it's not done, in my opinion, well. But I do feel like this one is done well. Because you left thinking, like, what the fuck happened to Jess? And then you, then you, like, you, you read, you read stuff, yes. and you kind of, you, it, it alludes to the fact that she's probably dead. She's, and you're like, she's definitely yeah, yeah. dead. And you're like, 
but but she's also a Feimagor. She's you're like ah. Oh. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like the fact you do come out of it think, feeling very like that's not it's uneasy. I don't feel like it's it's unfinished business. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no happy ending here. There's no music. Yeah. It's bleak as fuck. Yeah. You know it's there, and I just love that like nasty, nasty like little taste that that leaves lingering whilst all the characters can be funny and having a hee hee and a ha ha. (laughs) This is a horror film and it will prove it to you, bitch. But yes, on to 2006. I mean, my rating went up since speaking to you. I would rate this film now a 6 out of 10. It was a 5. It used to be a 4. It used to be a (laughs) 4. I watched it. It was a 5 and I speak to you and it's a 6 because all in all, I think to myself, will I watch this... I will always say two questions. Will I watch this again? Yes. And would I buy this in Blu-ray? Yes, I fucking would. I would buy it in Blu-ray. I bet you any this, money the, that this version you've watched the most. Yeah, I have actually watched this version the most out of any of them. Exactly. It just holds up. I mean, it's dirty, nasty, unapologetic, slasher, gory, fun. And I think fun's the best way. It's yeah. just a real, like, crowd crowd pleaser in the most unpleasant senses it's just it's really it assaults your eyes your ears your brain cells it assaults everything but it is All not the five senses. trying every five cents and if there's a sixth one she's fucked too yeah and it's it's unapologetic about that and that's what i really appreciate which then leads on to 2019 which i appreciate what it's doing and how telling of the time and how it represents the me too movement and i think that's really important and I see what it's going for. I just think the PG-13 rating really, really, really shot this film. And two knees, the feet, broke both arms, <laughs> snapped the ribcage. It fucked, it fucked this film up yeah. hugely. Because the potential is there. The characters are there. The cast is there. But that is why I must think that that one for me just gets a 5 out of 10. Okay. I, because I do enjoy it. But I enjoy it. That sounds like a question. Do you really enjoy it? I do, but like, if it was like Disney, like I feel like Selena Gomez probably should have been (laughs) in this film, you know? So should have been a Camp Rock too. Yes, okay, Black Christmas Rock fucking do bitch. But I have counted up the scores. Sure. And the results are in. Surprise. In no certain order. And no, and in certain order, bitch. At no surprise to fucking anyone. At last place, of course, in third is the 2019 version with 26 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a good effort. Small points I thought I'd ever get, to be honest. But yeah, that are. is very true. But the characters pulled it around for it, I think. The characters in the story, me and you were raving and ranting. So I think that's where she got most of her points, bless yeah. her soul. Um, and second place is 2006 with 32 points. Makes sense. Of course, the really suffered with the story and characters that's where she's getting her weakest but with kills and villain and most particularly iconic moments she really rose from the ashes to take that because she was miss fucking Conchita worst. yes miss Conchita <laughs> worst we love the bitch and then 1974 of course with 36 points as the ultimate black christmas and if you were surprised girl see a doctor <laughs> If you were surprised. Get those meds sorted out. And, <laughs> <laughs> and share. Share it as Karen. But we are always happy to be here for this holiday season. This may not have been films filled with holiday cheer. But bitch, we were living. <laughs> we were indeed. And um, yep. we lived. We died. We 
rose from the ashes, and then we are reborn. Like Katrina <laughs> Or like Miss Kennedy Davenport. <laughs> I was crystallized. <laughs> we were we were on the night of hooking, and then we were crystallized. But yes, to everyone out there, you might not hear us uh, from us for a couple of weeks, as we are going on a lovely little holiday break. Yes, we, we definitely need a break, but we will still be around on Instagram because we're not going anywhere. But yeah, episode no, wise, you will you will hear our gorgeous voices um, uh, in January. We don't know which time in January, but as soon as but we January. know, you will know. You'll know when you know. Um, <laughs> you'll know when we know. But um, in the meantime, <laughs> um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at... Spelling Guts Podcast. Go over to Twitter and catch us up. Spelling Guts Pod. Uh, if you're feeling fancy, go on Facebook and find us at... Spelling Guts Podcast. Um, and uh, if you are feeling really dirty, you could even mm-hmm. email us at... Oh. I don't even know what it is. Spelling Guts Podcast at Outlook.com. You always catch me (laughs) off with that one, bitch. Keep me on your toes, bitch. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Or keep me on your eyeballs. I keep you on your eyeballs and I eat the bitch. I didn't didn't know how long. um, After seeing uh, Black Christmas 06, how long your optic nerves are for an eyeball. They're really long, aren't they? The bitch is. (laughs) Behind the head, down through the nerve system, out the asshole, and you like, this is the fucking. She's pulled out like eyeballs, you could, you spinal could, you cord. Could a, you could do a French braid with those, uh, those uh, optic nerves. <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, on that note, um, happy Christmas. Take care of your eyes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Deuces.